The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is You Better You Bet. It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is Nick Costos, it is Ken Barkley, and it is you here with us on the BetQL Network. And in moments, it'll be Sam Paniotovich, our guest who will join us coming up in a moment. Uh, simulcast right now, we are by our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. Going to be a badass two hours of wagertainment. We encourage you, our listeners and viewers, watching the show on YouTube, watching the show on Twitch, send in your favorite bet for the weekend, for Championship Sunday, and really it could be anything. An NBA, NHL, what soccer, what, whatever it is. Jurgen Klopp resigning for Liverpool. Maybe, maybe that's something that you like. Something that you like in the world of sports. Send in your favorite bet uh, for the weekend or otherwise in the YouTube or the Twitch chat. If you're listening on the radio right now or on the Odyssey app or on the BetQL app and you want to get involved and hashtag join the conversation, uh, hop into the chat for a minute and just type your favorite bet in with your name. We'll shout you out. We will talk about your bet on the air coming up later in the show. Otherwise, we've got great guests set to join us. Colin Wilson in 20 minutes giving us bets for, I bleep you not, the Royal Rumble. Tomorrow from Tampa, the Royal Rumble. Colin will give us WWE bets. Evan Silva in 40 minutes from Establish the Run. Bets for Championship Sunday. Brad Evans joins us next hour. Former NFL quarterback Steve Berline joins us next hour. Power Hour Final Hour will feature all our bets coming up for tonight. But right now, to kick off the fun and frivolity on this phenomenal football Friday. Five words that start with P is our good friend, Sam Paniotovich from Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. He is on Twitter, at SP Shoot. Sammy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy championship weekend, my friend, in the NFL to you and yours. Oh, me and mine. I love that. Hey, I want to start with this. I don't know if you guys ever have this happen to you. We talk about, I mean, you guys do five shows a week, obviously, on this program well, and six, this fine platform. You talk, okay, during the playoffs at six. Sorry to sell you short. But you guys talk about a lot of stuff, and your shows are a lot longer than my shows. So there have been things I'm sure you've talked about that you forgot about. 
I got a direct message two days ago from a show that I did in October of 2023 where I talked about a Chiefs and a Michigan championship parlay. And it was 21 to 1. And I thought to myself, man, I really hope I bet that. And I, I, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I was looking through all the accounts, and I finally found it on one of the accounts, a $500 bet to win 10500 on Michigan and Kansas City championship. So halfway home, and now I'm trying to figure out what I want to do if I want to ride it or play maybe a little Ravens Super Bowl right now. How do you uh... – how do you like your chances of cashing that ticket? Do you think, you think the Chiefs? I kind of think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl against Sam. I think they might even play the Lions in the Super Bowl. What? How do you like your chances of winning that bet? Well, this changes the conversation, doesn't it, Kenny? Because I, I come into sure. this this weekend, and I, I do I do think we get a Niners and a Ravens Super Bowl, which is not the boldest comment you'll hear on this program ever. I mean, it's a four point favorite and a seven point favorite. Um, I do have Ravens first half. Uh, which we'll talk about uh, minus two and a half, a little juicy minus one twenty. I just I know what Mahomes is. I mean he's he's the modern day Brady. I, I go back to uh, the Seattle game where Malcolm Butler gets the pick. You know, Patriots are down late. Brady rallies him back. Uh, AFC Championship. I got Jaguars. Jaguars up late. Brady does it again. And then the worst is the the Falcons Super Bowl. And I had Falcons three and a half under 60 and Brady again. So you know what you're getting into if you're betting against not, not only Brady back then, but Mahomes now, I mean, to have a bet on Baltimore and, and have to go against Mahomes in the third and fourth quarter is terrifying. Um, but I, I mean, I've got my bread pretty covered, man. I think, I think what I'll probably end up doing is just put, put maybe a nickel on, on Ravens two to one. And then, then I've got the AFC in the Super Bowl, and then go from there, see what happens. All right, so it's a good job by Sammy with the Chiefs and Michigan and that championship parlay to uh, to win it all. Uh, so, Sammy, let's talk about bets that you have here right now outside of just, like, full game, like hedging a little bit with Baltimore to win the game, to win the AFC. Um, I have your, You sent me your bets earlier, so I know what they are. I have them in front of me. How are you choosing to bet the first half of the AFC championship game on Sunday? Well, rather than mess around with the whole game, and, and let's understand, I mean, you know, I, I know guys that laid three on Tuesday and laid three and a half on Wednesday, and, and now it's four basically everywhere. So I, I'm not laying four. It's just I refuse to. I, I think there's a big gap between three and four. Like some people will say it's only a point. Well, okay, what happens when Justin Tucker kicks a field goal to win 23 to 20? And you're laying four. I just, I can't do it. These lines are so tight. So rather than messing around with the whole game, and you guys know, I've made some first half bets on the show, some first quarter bets. You get ahead of the halftime adjustments for Andy Reid, and then you get ahead of fourth quarter Mahomes. <laughs> so if it's 10-7 at half Baltimore or 13-10, I'm a winner. And then I just pocket that money and I can shut it off. Not that I would, but I don't, I don't have to deal with the third, fourth quarter Kansas City comeback, if it were to happen. I know a lot of guys that, that bet big money. They love Baltimore. One guy said Baltimore by double digits. I'm not quite there um, because this, this Mahomes-Reed-Kelsey thing is, is the scariest thing since those Patriots, as I just mentioned. So I think first half is, is a lot better, and, and maybe it does take Kansas City some time to crack that Baltimore defense that plays really good zone that gets to the quarterback, led the NFL 60 sacks this year. Maybe the crowd's into it. 
So I do think Baltimore is probably better primed for an early start and a, a, a stronger start than Baltimore to, to have to fight back in a game third, fourth quarter. Yeah, it's funny, Sam. I, I like the Chiefs to win the game, but I agree with you. Like, if the best way this plays out or the most likely way it plays out is, like, maybe the Ravens are a little bit early. The Chiefs, it, like, unders in the second half have been amazing. Maybe it takes a little bit, and they got to develop a game plan in the game for how they kind of want to deal with everything. So I actually don't even mind that look on the Ravens in the first half, even though I bet the Chiefs to win the game. You mentioned you, you come on and you give us first half bets all the time. You don't really give us any time touchdown scores very often. This is a market uh, we don't hear a lot from you on. It's usually it's a lot of sides and totals, maybe some props. You have bet an anytime touchdown in the AFC Championship. That makes me really happy with some bets that I've made. Maybe this player keeps playing well. Who'd you bet to score a touchdown? I track a lot of these guys and what they've been, where the numbers were and where they are. And I remember vividly last year in the postseason when the Chiefs ran a, uh, to a Super Bowl again. Travis Kelsey, like in the first couple playoff games, is minus 140, minus 145. I want to say Kelsey was minus 160 to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, which, oh, by the way, he did in that game against Philly. He's plus 120 right now. And I just, I look at a guy who is a playoff performer, a touchdown in 10 of his last 12 playoff games. But it's, it's the price. I mean, like, how is a guy minus 160 in a Super Bowl the year before? Granted, it was a higher total against uh, a team that was more prone to play in a shootout-type game in Philadelphia. But I have, I have no justification where a guy goes from minus 160 in a Super Bowl game last year to plus 120 in a conference championship the following year when we know they're going to find ways to get on the ball. I mean, the shovel pass is live. Maybe a handoff is live. A pick play is live. He's going to get touches around the five because that's what he does. He's one of the greatest to ever do it in terms of catching touchdowns of the playoffs. And you're going to give me plus money. Look, I got a lot of square stuff this week, guys, including the parlay I'm going to talk about. I don't even care. I just, I got to do what I got to do at plus 120 on Travis Kelsey to score. We can, we can save the parlay coming up in a little bit. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Football bets for the weekend from our friend Sam Paniotovic from Nesson, Fox Sports, and Sam Sports Betting Podcast, which everyone should check out. Chicken Dinner, find it wherever you find your podcasts. That Twitter account, at ChickenXDinner for the show. And Sam is on Twitter, at SPShoot. Sammy, before we get to the parlay that you're going to give out, let's talk about bets for the NFC Championship game with the Niners and the Lions. San Fran, like, in between a 7 and a 7 and a half point favor total 51 and a half how are you choosing to play the side or the total or both with San Fran and Detroit I I don't love this let me start by saying that have I sold you yet I don't love this because I laid nine nine and a half last week with San Francisco and they probably should have lost outright it happens we move on we lose all the time I lose all the time I lose 45 percent of the time as hesitant as I was early in the week to lay seven, I got back on the horse, and I, I did lay seven. Look, to me, it's, it's such a step up in competition in every way of the game for Detroit. Not only are they leaving home outside of the Dome, they played the Rams in the box. I mean, we're talking about a wild-card team and a team that barely won its division, an awful division at that. And in some weird way, I feel like the rust – and the malaise and the sort of sleeping on Green Bay stuff could be like a smelling salt for San Francisco because they played about a C game or a C minus game. What happens? My question is what happens if San Francisco plays an A game? 
and they complete the trifecta, the trinity of offense, defense, special teams. They pick Jared Goff up a couple times, 31-17 Niners. I mean, would we, would we be surprised by that? I wouldn't. I need San Fran to play its best game. Um, Dan Campbell terrifies me, good and bad. Like, he's going to do some wacky stuff in this game, which could either really help the Lions or really hurt the Lions. But I can't drag Dan Campbell on your show all season and then come on and take Detroit. Like, I just – it's not in my blood. It's not who I am. So, I did lay seven as much as I was hesitant early in the week. And, look, it's not a play that I love, but sometimes those are the ones that win. How many times do we text, Nick, and you're like, oh, I hate the card, I hate the board, and you go four and one. You know, it just – it is what it is sometimes. It's a, it's a fair point. I, I win bets that I hate all the time. And I, I loved the heat last night and they got absolutely shellacked by the Boston Celtics. So it, it definitely works both ways. Sam, something we've talked about on our show a lot this week, and I'm sure you've talked about a lot too, uh, is what our expectations are for Brock Purdy. The weather in this game, obviously is supposed to be much better played one of the worst games. I think I've ever seen him play last week against green Bay. The rain obviously affected uh, his passing much more than I think anybody really thought, honestly. And now we kind of know something going forward. What are your expectations for Purdy? specifically in this game see i didn't think he was that bad last week i mean from an accuracy Ooh. standpoint sure he, he wasn't what he usually is he was only 59 percent, and that was a little alarming but really the niners when they lost evo in the first quarter it was sort of like it was that, that scene in space jam when all the nba players start losing their talent because the nba guys get zapped by the aliens and it's like they don't know what to do Remember Sean Bradley trudging down the court without his talent? That was the Niners' offense for like three quarters, and still Purdy comes out and throws for 252 and and takes him down the end of the game to win the game. So, I look, I think Devo's going to play, and I really do think they're going to pass the ball a lot more early in this game. Um, be more aggressive. Use Ayuk. Use Jawan Jennings if you have to. Use McCaffrey in the passing game you got to get the ball out quickly. And they didn't do that against Green Bay. I think they have to do that against Detroit, especially to evade that pass rush from the guys like Hutchinson and company. So I went over 274 and a half. I mean, you're seeing some shots. MGM right now is 279 and a half um, because these quarterbacks and these star receivers, guys, the numbers float during the week. You want to bet these overs on Wednesday, Thursday. And if you're going to bet under, you can bet under on Saturday and Sunday when the market kind of whacks them up a little bit. So, yeah, even right now, there's a couple 274.5s. I think that's a good overbet on Purdy. I don't know if it's enough to win or cover, but I do think we're going to see a much more accurate game and a much better game in terms of racking up yardage. All right, Sammy, we got about a minute to go. Uh, hit us with that parlay that we've been teasing throughout the interview. Yeah, I, look, I mean, on this show in the last month and a half, I've given you Michigan money line in both semifinal and championship game. I gave you a Michigan Chiefs parlay. I don't like doing it, but when the math is in your favor, sometimes it's in your favor. And I I looked at, you know, the, the Ravens to win and the Niners to win at minus 108. I got to get through Mahomes, and then I'm a seven-point favorite with a money line ticket. I know this is not going to be a card that makes a lot of the wise guys happy, but I do think at the end of the day, on my numbers and in my mind, San Francisco and Baltimore are the two best and most complete teams in football. And that is our Super Bowl matchup, at least in my mind. All right. So a rematch of obviously the, uh, well, what Super Bowl is that? Super Bowl 47 with the, uh, the Ravens and the 49ers. Yeah. I was there. I remember when the lights started going out, I was actually yeah. like, 
I hate to say this. I was like, is this like a terrorist attack or something? I actually really thought that when I was in the, in the stadium you definitely for NFL radio. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty bizarre. Anyway, on to better things. Uh, great interview with our friend Sam. Can't wait to watch them bet on the games this weekend. Sam is on Twitter at SP Shoot. You can watch him on Nesson. Read his work at FoxSports.com. And also check him out on the Bear Bets podcast with our good friend Chris Felica. Sam's sports betting podcast is awesome. Chicken Dinner, and the, the show account is at Chicken X Dinner. Sam's on Twitter at SP Shoot, and we look forward, Sam, to the bartender's picks, which I think will get released tonight, right, on, on, on your various social platforms. We look forward bartender tonight or tomorrow, you think, here in like five seconds. Got to be both dogs. Oh, he's ready tonight. Don't you worry. Uh, I would guess I would guess bartender will be on Chiefs money line, probably like Chiefs and Lions money line, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, we, we appreciate it, buddy. Stay well. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Sam Paniotovich joining us here on You Better, You Bet. All right. On the other side, we move from Championship Sunday to the Royal Rumble. Colin Wilson from the Action Network joins us next. Welcome back to You Better, You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Nice time. Not yet. Royal Rumble to, coming up do have, tomorrow. Do you have to stop? Do you have to retire that voice at some point? Does that have to happen? Like in, in what? Like in what way? Because like you, you should. Are you allowed to imitate that person anymore, or has he been canceled? Oh, like, it, yeah. I guess like he, he's probably gonna get canceled. But I mean, like. Yeah, and I don't. I don't mean that like he shouldn't be either. Like I don't know enough about the story, but it sounds pretty brutal. It sounds pretty pretty yeah. tough. So just, but like, I don't know. I'm just asking the question. It's like very it's a, much it's in the a, news right now. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a fair question. Also, I've been doing the yeah. imperson Vince McMahon impersonation for a long time, and every time I do it, like my voice literally like hurts afterwards. So I should probably yeah. just stop doing it for that reason. Also, and he was doing it for um, years, decades. Yeah. So doing a lot of other stuff not, for decades not, too. Yeah, not, it, not, 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 yeah. not a good yeah. human being in any event. Uh, Royal Rumble coming up tomorrow from Tampa. Uh, Colin Wilson, our good friend, will join us in just a second to give us some thoughts, some bets for the Royal Rumble. Maybe even a little college baseball as well with our friend Colin Wilson. But for our live audience, Evan Silva stops by coming up in 20 minutes from ETR. Brad Evans, Steve Berline join us next hour and keep sending in those bets for championship weekend in the NFL on YouTube and Twitch and any other bets that you've got. It could be a Royal Rumble bet also that you like. Anything that you like coming up this weekend in sports, YouTube and Twitch, we'll shout you out. We'll talk about your bet, side, total, prop, parlay, teaser, same game parlay, award market, whatever. Send it in. We'll talk about it later on the show but right now let's talk about the royal rumble with our friend colin wilson from the action network uh co-host of the big bets on campus podcast they did an amazing job this season uh, college football with our friends brett mcmurphy and stucky they all support our show check them out and support them and follow colin on twitter at underscore colin one colin with two l's and for people that like college baseball colin pumps out tons of content on college baseball and also for professional wrestling Colin, welcome to the show. It's Nick and Ken. I've been saying to most of our guests this week, happy championship week in the NFL to you and yours. But what I will say to you, Colin Wilson, happy Royal Rumble week to you and yours. Happy Royal Rumble week, my friend. I feel like the NFL, AFC, NFC championship is kind of boring. We have two favorites that I don't think anybody's betting against. 
Um, I, I feel like the Royal Rumble has much more intrigue, many more questions, and a lot more gambling opportunities than what we get with the NFL this weekend. So I think in general, Colin, you're definitely right. I, I really like the Chiefs and Nick likes both underdogs. <laughs> so that's like just on our show, we've been doing things a little different. I think a lot of people like the Ravens and the Niners in the in the two games. I I remember doing this segment with you and you've you've come on like you've been really, really like you've been on with us literally since the beginning. It's been awesome. And I think we've had you on to do this kind of a segment a lot. And I always feel like my first question just tries to be like, look, there are gonna be some people listening that are like, What? Like, I don't understand what's going on. And look, I watched wrestling as a kid. Like I know what the Royal rumble is, but I guess my question would just be, I think we all, even people that don't follow wrestling kind of know what is this. And I think more importantly, like it's changed Well, they're two now, right? It's changed in the last, whatever, 10, 15 years, just lay this out for us in like a minute so that when we ask you who's going to win and stuff, it's not like you're speaking a foreign language. Right. So if anybody knows what this event is, there used to be a thing called a battle royal. They'd stick like 20 guys in a ring and they would throw each other over the top rope. And in 1988, the great Pat Patterson said, you know what, how about we have them come down every two minutes and, you know, whoever is in there at the last and whoever throws them over the top rope is the winner. And that started in 1988 and then it morphed and just took off like a rocket ship in 1992, I want to say when they had a vacated WWF championship and they said, well, whoever wins the Royal Rumble becomes the champion. And that's when you started getting intro music. You started getting all of the, the circus acts that you expect with WWF coming in. And Ric Flair won his first ever WWF championship through what I consider to be the greatest Royal Rumble ever because you had generations of stars from Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, like household names that even your grandmother knows. And ever since then, the Royal Rumble has desperately tried to live up uh you know you're trying to please everybody there's 30 stories to tell with these 30 people coming down to the ring not only that you have to integrate them with your future plans of setting them up at wrestlemania so you're not only closing loops from what's happened the last couple years with the people that are involved in the ring but you're also starting new loops and storylines for people that are going to get championship opportunities in wrestlemania but you know fast forward if you win the royal rumble you get a world heavyweight championship match at wrestlemania uh some people will say main event but really you just get to pick which champion you go after and so the whole rules are get thrown over the top rope both feet hit the ground you're out if you're still in you're the winner for the pipers for the hogans for the savages for the sids now it's rick flair and y'all pay homage to the man woo the 92 Royal Rumble, the best. I get, I get goosebumps thinking about it. I, know, I can do the entire, Woo. like, right, Bobby yeah, yeah. Heenan, Mr. Perfect. We're not the type of the guys to, tell you, to say we told you so, but we we told you so. So, look, so if you're out there and, like, Colin didn't, like, Colin didn't sell you enough on the Royal Rumble. Like, this is the type of event where there's 30 people. It usually ends with, like, a final four, and they'll do, like, a, as obviously it's predetermined, and they'll do their shtick and get you all really excited. Where, you know, I do this with my friends every year, where you pick someone at random, like a Royal Rumble pool. So there are diff many different ways to do this with your buddies, and also you can bet this as well. So, Colin, let's start with the men's Royal Rumble, obviously. We can go do the women's Royal Rumble in a second, which has less intrigue, which just kind of is what it is. The men's Royal Rumble this year. Is awesome. Uh, CM Punk, who had a decade-long absence from WWE, is now back. Uh, CM Punk is the favorite right now, about plus 125. Gunther, 
who people don't know probably, but is absolutely awesome, the longest reigning intercontinental champion, surpassing the Honky Tonk Man, the great Wayne Ferris, Gunther plus 180, Cody Rhodes, son of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes plus 250, and there's another name, Colin, that I would like for you to discuss that people might have heard of. Uh, his real name is Dwayne Johnson. Uh, he's the biggest movie star in the world. His name's The Rock, who's up there as well. Colin, how do you handicap the men's Royal Rumble? Oh, this rock guy. He seems like he infiltrates our leaderboards every year in this Royal Rumble, and we have to figure out how to handicap this stuff. You know, as we get started on this, I will say my full write-up on the Royal Rumble is out there at Action Network, and essentially every person that has a meaningful name in the leaderboard, I wrote about their exact situation, how I expect them to come in, and who I expect to eliminate them. Now, not to be a square here, CM Punk is the person that I picked to win this thing. You don't sign a contract come out, do this whole charade of Raw, NXT, SmackDown, get in Seth Rollins' face, unless you signed a contract that says, I want to do the, the thing that I never did before. I want a main event WrestleMania. That was CM Punk's big deal. I know a lot of OGs will know this, but some people don't. Ten years ago, he left very upset. because Why? Because John Cena and The Rock were headlining WrestleMania, not CM Punk, a guy that was wrestling every week, defending a championship, putting his blood out there, his sweat out there throws the pipe bomb out there, he still cannot get a WrestleMania main event shot. He's never won the Royal Rumble. Think about that, too. Like, if you're looking for bullet points on all these wrestlers, I don't think the WWE wants anyone to win it three times. Like, Stone Cold winning it two times is very prestigious. CM Punk's never even won it once. So that is a huge feather in his cap. You know that in his contract when he signed and came back, he says, I'm going to main event WrestleMania. Well, that's great because we now have two nights. You can have Saturday night. And then they got him up in Seth Rollins' face right away. So, for me, CM Punk is the absolute no-brainer pick. You give him this win here, and then it sets him up with Rollins down the road. Rollins can rehab. CM Punk can play it off with the rest of the Raw stars. And then you go down the list and you say, well, what happens after that? Cody Rhodes, I don't understand what the path is here because The Rock and Cody Rhodes are really fighting for the same thing, and that is to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Now, they don't need to win the Royal Rumble. Neither of them do. There's an elimination chamber coming up at the end of February. The winner of that will get to face the other champion. I suspect that if The Rock isn't already sewed up with Roman Reigns, that Cody's going to win the elimination chamber and put himself in there. But I really come back to this, Nick. This is what really gets me with this whole thing. Roman will pass Hulk Hogan for longest champion, except for Bruno, right? He will pass Hulk Hogan's record in September. Crown Jewel is in November, the one that's in Saudi Arabia. And so the, there's other reports out there that say The Rock is probably being situated to face Roman at Crown Jewel after, after that record is broken of Hulk Hogan, and that would draw the most money. I'm not sure it'll draw the most eyeballs because it's not WrestleMania, but Crown Jewel is really the place where I see The Rock coming in there. So I wouldn't even – I wouldn't put a penny on The Rock here in this Royal Rumble – and then when you look at Cody and you say, and I know I can't wait, Nick, I'll let you answer this. Who do I think is going to throw Cody out? The guy who hasn't been on social media in three weeks, that's MJF. He has disappeared from the AEW roster. He has disappeared from all conversations. And if you watch stop AEW, it. they say, oh, it was a guy that used to work Dude, here. Stop, I, stop it, man. Stop it. No, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you are right, I will give you like the biggest tip, like a, a cat tip of all time. No way, no way MG, MJF is showing up at the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. 
where is he? Why is he not on AEW's roster page? Why is he not being mentioned on screen? I, I, Why I don't is know. He, Probably where, because they're working. Colin, Colin, Colin. They're they're working you. Yeah. Nope. But that doesn't work in AEW's favor. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't come out and at least drop his name once. It, it, it really – and he's off social media. He's not liking anything. His girlfriend isn't liking anything. Like, the dude has disappeared completely. It's just like – now think about it from a lower level, right? In the Women's Royal Rumble, Trinity Fatu dropped her bell at TNA, and we know that she's heading there. We know that Sasha, they're in a bidding war between AEW and WWE, right? And those people are being silent on social media. So is MJF. And if you think Tony Khan and MJF are just sitting around like – for three weeks, we're going to go silent. It'll make people think. Like, that doesn't draw AEW eyeballs at all. So, I, I don't know. I I think if MJF does show up, I'm not saying he's going to win it, but he's the one that throws Cody out. Those two are close personal friends. Cody could be facing MJF at WrestleMania. Because if it's the rock spot against Roman, what are you going to do with Cody? Uh, I'll, I'll throw this out there. More likely, in my opinion, and look, it would be amazing if you were right. Like, I would mark out watching it. It would be great. I think it's more likely, Colin, that Kazuchika Okada would eliminate Cody Rhodes than it is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday talking the Royal Rumble with our pal Colin Wilson. Full write-up from Colin, uh, actionnetwork.com. He's on Twitter at underscore Colin1, Colin spelled with two L's. My friend, we don't have a ton of time left here. Any other bets that you like? This could be Women's Royal Rumble where Bailey's the favorite. I'm guessing you like Roman Reigns to win like the uh, to win the, the Universal Championship match and like the, mul- the multi-person match with, uh, I don't know if it's four or three people, I forget. But anyway, uh, Reigns is a huge favorite. Any other bets that you like overall in the Royal Rumble? On the card. Roman Reigns is minus 3,000. Not going to touch it. Um, I will say for the men's Royal Rumble, I did pick Drew McIntyre to finish in the final four. When those props come out, make sure you get a hold of Drew McIntyre to be in the top four. Uh, CM Punk is surely going to throw him out. From the women's Royal Rumble perspective, I like Bailey to win it. She'll be a first-time winner. Uh, there is a whole narrative with damage control taking over. She's no longer the leader. They're going to kick her out. I wouldn't be surprised to see her win it with the help of her real-life best friend, Sasha Banks, coming back in. And uh, and then she picks Eo Sky as her, her person to fight at WrestleMania. So I'm, I'm looking at this right now, uh, props to make the, the final four of the, the men's Royal Rumble. So Punk, Cody, and Gunther are all massive favorites, and McIntyre's plus 150. I... I, I maybe look at Jey Uso at plus 300 only because, like, they would tease maybe that he would he would face Reigns at WrestleMania maybe. What do you think about that in, like, 30 seconds or less? He's going to be in there too, right? So I, I just I, I think Jey is a good candidate to be top four. He's definitely had the year that says that he can do that. But Jimmy's going to be in there at some point, and I think they're going to set up a WrestleMania match between those two. So uh, McIntyre plus 150, I'm, I would be all over that for Final Four. All right, so Colin, like I, you know, I love this stuff. This has been absolutely awesome. Just for our audience here, because like I know how much you love this stuff, and look, I would encourage everyone to go. You bet college baseball, like Colin will be on our show. Like hopefully we'll have Colin on to break this stuff down. He absolutely loves it, and it comes across in the way he speaks about it and the way he writes about it. So he has tons of write up write ups up now at the Action Network. Colin, is there anything for our listeners and viewers? This could be like one bet. Anything that you'll love right now in college baseball for the, uh, for the you better, you bet uh, family and universe, whatever. Yeah. If you're going to take a long shot future that a team that can host a regional that you can definitely hedge, you're going to take a 75 to one on Kansas state. And if you're going to take an absolute favorite right now, that is going to continue to fly up the board. Uh, you're going to, there's a 20 to one out there on Tennessee. They are one of the blue bloods. 
they are going to probably be the hottest sticks in all of SEC. Uh, lots of firepower in the lineup. If they just get a Saturday night pitcher, they'll be in Omaha. So I like Tennessee 20 to 1 as one of the favorites, and Kansas State is someone you can hedge later on at 75 to 1. So you, you think CM Punk's going to win the Rumble, but like as a fan, who do you want to win the Rumble? Oh. I, I'm ready for Cody's story to be told. I just don't see where he fits in. I, I, I told you last year that I want this Cody story told. I just don't want it rushed. And it's time to tell the story. But, I mean, what are we going to do with Roman and Rock here? I mean, Rock has uh, to back off. No, 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 no he doesn't. Because, cause look, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. My, uh, but we are, my, my wife is due with our first child in May. I may get divorced because I may, like, go to WrestleMania in Philadelphia if it's Rock and Roman Reigns. Because if that's the match, obviously it'll be a massive box office for WrestleMania 40. It will be one of the greatest moments of my life when Roman Reigns beats The Rock in the main event of WrestleMania, and everyone freaks out when that happens. It will be the best. Colin, you're the best. On Twitter, at underscore Colin1, Colin with two L's. Action Network, big bets on campus, my friend. Good luck with the bets. Enjoy the Royal Rumble. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, guys. Can't wait to see MJF. <laughs> Put that cigarette out. The great Colin Wilson here with us on. You better, you bet. On the other side, uh, back to Championship Sunday. Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Side, total and props for the Chiefs and the Ravens, the Lions and the Niners. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Really enjoyed the uh, last segment with our friend Colin Wilson. Maybe we do like a rumble pool with like us here on the show. We'll figure something out over the course of the show, or we won't. Tune in to find out. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Continue sending in your favorite bets for the weekend in sports. Could be Championship Sunday, could be an award market in another sport, something that you are betting. Send it in, YouTube and Twitch, and we will read uh, those bets coming up later in the show. Our executive producer, Alex Vasano, will host that segment. Ken and I will shout you out and talk about your bets. Brad Evans and Steve Berline join us next hour on the show. Power Hour Final Hour will feature all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now as we go from from the Royal Rumble back to Championship Sunday in the NFL, one of our absolute favorites here on You Better You Bet. Uh, and that is our friend Evan Silva, who does an awesome job for the website Establish the Run, EstablishTheRun.com, and he is the co-host of the Establish the Run NFL podcast. I love his matchups columns uh, at ETR, breaking down NFL games, and especially love them in the postseason. Once we get down to only a couple teams, like I, I think the stuff just gets even better. He is on Twitter, at Evan Silva. Evan, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Championship Sunday, my friend, to you and yours. Absolutely. It's been a hot uh, last couple weeks uh, from a betting standpoint. And um, hopefully the regression does not hit this week. It's going to hit at some point, but hopefully not until next NFL season. And Evan, I think what we'd love to do in this interview, especially because I know you have really good prop thoughts a lot, is maybe we break it up into, okay, side and total for each game, like who wins. And then maybe one of us will ask you about, like, all right, what props do you like in the game? Just, you know, make sure we get some predictions from you, too, even if you don't have a strong opinion on the side of the total. We do the AFC game first. Ravens are a four-point home favorite against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The total is kind of between 44 and 44 and a half. Still possibly rain during the game, I think, which kind of leads to that under-getting bet a little bit. So Ravens four, 44. Uh, what do you like in the game side and total? And, and then we'll do props. 
I have Ravens minus four, and it's not a super strong take, but if I was forced to bet it, uh, that's what I, what I would go with. I think the Ravens over the course of to be the best team in the NFL. Uh, the Chiefs, it, you know, you can make an argument that they're peaking at the right time. Right now they're really well. Their, um, their offense has not looked better throughout the season than it has over the last couple of games. So, I mean, they're very dangerous. All right, let's, um, let's try and, Jake, Jake, pick up here and let's see if we can get Evan's cell phone situated. I know Evan's on the road right now. Worst case scenario that, like, Evan's cell phone connection is not great. We'll, we'll, we'll encourage people to check out EstablishTheRun.com and check out his full thoughts. Uh, Evan joins us all the time on the show, so all good if that's going to be the case. So Jake's going to try and get the connection squared away, and we're looking to get Evan on the show. Uh, we haven't had many people, Ken, that have been, like, really strong on the Ravens, but Evan telling you that, like, if you had to pick a side in the game, he, he he's laying four with Baltimore. Uh, despite what Colin said when he's like, I don't think a lot of people are going to like the underdogs. Uh, both, I, I like both underdogs. I've been telling you he likes the favorite a little bit coming up in this game. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like a lot of people are are like trying really hard to figure out if everyone's on the Chiefs. And like by doing so, it's because I think intuitively they kind of want to be on the Chiefs. And they're like, wait, is this all? Like you look around, you just go, all of us? Really? Oh, oh, that's no good. But uh, that's it. Doesn't seem like it's playing out that way. I and I get it. I, I totally get the bullishness on the rate, like the Ravens, as Evan was saying, and he's back with us in a second. I just they're they may be the best team in the league. If you're the best team in the league, you're four point home favorite in a championship game. Like maybe that's a good bet. Evan Evan's back with us now. Evan, you were saying that you like if you if forced to pick that you would lay the four with the Ravens in the AFC title game. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll just be real succinct. They're getting back Mark Andrews. They're getting back Marlon Humphrey. And they have, they've been the best. You know, they're a historically good defense. And their offense is really, I mean, ever since the, the first few weeks, of this, they have the best running game in the NFL. Lamar Jackson is on fire. He's the MVP. Their offensive line is healthy. Their receiver core is as healthy as it's been all season. I, I just I think the Ravens are the better team. And I think that they can clear the four. Do you think it's going to be a higher or lower scoring game, Evan? Total, 44 and a half. I, I, I love kind of like your offense versus defense handicaps here. So like the Ravens a little bit, right? If forced to choose the side of the game. How do you anticipate it going from a scoring perspective? We can hit some props afterwards if you've got them. Honestly, I do not have a strong enough take to, to go with that. So I, I'm going to pass on that. I do love I like a bunch of props. Mark Andrews. Please, yeah. Off of the injury report, this uh, five straight full practices for Mark Andrews. I, I'm bullish again on his over at 34 or 35 or whatever it is right now, receiving yards. I like the under on Rashad Bateman at 22 and a half receiving yards. I think that Odell Beckham will run more than eight routes than he did last week, and Mark Andrews obviously. Yeah, I, 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 I think, I think the cell, the cell connection, unfortunately, is is not going to work out for us here. Um, so Jake, just, just tell Evan that like we appreciate it, no problem. He's joined us all season on the show. Just like cell phone connections can be a little iffy sometimes, and and we'll encourage people check out establishtherun.com for all of Evan's full thoughts. He was, I think, about to tell us that he liked the Mark Andrews over receiving yards prop. Um, and I think it's like a pretty low number, like in the 
Andrews as Mark Andrews returns for the first time since week 13 got hurt in that game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So establish the run.com and uh, Evans on Twitter at Evan Silva. That happens sometimes with cell phone connections and we're doing like a live radio slash live podcast slash television show. This sort of thing happens from time to time. Brad Evans will join us coming up next hour on the show. Steve Berline will join us next hour as well. Um, do we want to do like a uh, like a Royal Rumble pool here with the crew here on the show? Uh, sure. Do you want to, what, what did you have in mind here? Cause like there, there are three, there's like three names you want, right? That's what kind of what it seems like basically. Like there's three big favorites. So the, the only thing I don't like about these pools is like when you, when you draw like a Kentucky Derby pool, there is at least some chance that if you get the longest shot on the board, like you can win like country house is the name of the horse that won via disqualification, uh, like three or four years ago, whatever that was. But, like, if you draw 26, 25 of these 30 names, like, you're toast. Like, you got no shot here. Is it, do you want to draw, like, here's, so I actually had a question, which I, I, I'm i going to guess people had to during the interview you did with Colin. Is the is the final four of the Rumble, like, an accomplished, like, that's, like, always four huge names? Like, that's on purpose? Or does, like, a random guy get into, like, the fourth spot sometimes? So, like, like, so it's not like a traditional sporting events where you'll get like a jabroni team that makes the final four and then that team gets like waxed and then like you never hear from them again. So it's predetermined, obviously. So you'll right. sometimes get, I, I don't know if random's the right word, but maybe unexpected. And then what that will mean is, is that that person is then going to get pushed for what's called pushed in wrestling parlance from there, where like that will now become like the springboard for that person to do, to achieve better things where this person is not ready to win the Royal Rumble, but by by being at the end of the Royal Rumble, the company is basically telling you that this person is going to be someone in our plans for a long time. Like, bigger things will be planned for this person. So, like, that's okay. kind of the way to think about it. Um, so, Final just, Four could like, be a fun way to do this. Yeah, or just, it's it's got to be something other than the winner, just because it's literally, like, it's a predetermined outcome, and it seems like the most likely winner is CM Punk. It's like, okay, maybe I, another I don't agree wins. with that. I don't well, agree with him, that. by the way, Sorry. on that. That's, uh, okay. So, like, and you, well, I, I was curious, you didn't push back we got an answer from him on everything except uh, Gunther, who's like your pick, right? To win. This is this is like your like we he didn't really like he addressed every other wrestler except this one. Like, what's yeah, the case for Gunther? Him. I can't believe I'm asking this question. What's the uh, case so for Gun Gunther in the Royal Rumble? So okay, so so just like so here's what happened. So Seth Rollins is the the Monday Night Raw champion. Roman Reigns is the SmackDown how many champions champion, are there now? Two. So one for each show, but like. Okay. Roman Reigns is the main champion. He's been the champion for like four years. Like literally like four. He's the main champion. So Seth Rollins, I don't want to call him like the secondary champion, but that's kind of like what he is. So Seth Rollins like injured his MCL like uh, like two weeks ago almost now. And there was a concern that Rollins would not be able to wrestle at WrestleMania. And Rollins is way over with the crowd. The crowd loves him. He's a great wrestler. It would have been like a really big blow to WrestleMania if he couldn't go. So Rollins opened Raw on Monday night. And I, I watched this because I wanted to see what he was going to say. So Rollins comes out and the thought is he's going to like give up the title and be like, I have to undergo surgery. This sucks. Crowd's going to chant for him, whatever. And then they would figure something else out. And Rollins said, you know, I'm like, I'm taking, I'm not going to go undergo surgery. Like I will fight at WrestleMania. I will wrestle. And he got interrupted, not by CM Punk, not by Cody Rhodes, but by Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion. And Gunther was like, I'm going to take the belt from you, which is a signal that at the very least, like these two will be fighting at some point. I said fighting, like, like in a predetermined match at some point in the near future. Later on the card, 
Cody Rhodes and CM Punk had a face-to-face confrontation, which led me to believe, at least, that they may be leaning towards, and this could be subterfuge by them to throw people off the scent, it is predetermined after all, that we may get Punk v. Cody Rhodes and Gunther against Rollins in, like, title versus title match at WrestleMania, which is why I think Gunther would be my pick to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. I, I gotta tell you, like, I, and I, like, I haven't watched wrestling since I was a kid. Um, I I don't order the pay-per-views. I think WWE Network, which is now, like, Netflix, has Raw, all this stuff. Like, I don't watch any of this stuff. And the Peacock way has and, it tomorrow. Oh, okay. The, the way that you and Colin talk about this stuff, though, it's like, like, you can't help but be into it. At least, even <laughs> even if it's just for the duration of the interview. Like, even if the interview ends and you forget about it, and then it's like, hey, did you watch the... We did this last year, and they were like, did you watch the Rumble? And I was like, no. <laughs> I didn't watch the Rumble. <laughs> like, I read a book or something. Whatever. I did something else. I don't even remember what I did. And uh, not even that I didn't want to, just like, I'm not into it. But even just the way you guys talk about it, there's like this level of detail. Like, ask... I mean, think about it. Like, I asked Colin what the rules of the Rumble are, and he's like... Well, uh, Pat Patterson in 1990, like just like t- gives you like the 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 authorized history of, of Royal Rumbles and Battle Royales and like how it comes together. Like I love it. Like you you learn something. Like it's like you 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 get the full understanding of it. It's not some uh, you know like computer like like the Wikipedia entry. You get like two sentences. Like it was uh, it was really good. So I just I I think that's so. I don't know if we do a pool. The final four things. It needs to be something where people have a chance. Where it's like whoever you got, you actually have a shot with. Maybe what we do is the top three in the men's and women's Royal Rumble, and maybe we get two winners out of us. So, like, the most like yeah. likely, like, six people to win, three for the men's side, three for the women's side. And that's how we do Are there three it. women who are, like, make sense to win? Ba- Bailey is considered to be, like, the most likely. That was that was Colin's pick also. But um, we have Becky Lynch is right behind her and like Becky Lynch could definitely win and then Jade Cargill who's debuting like from AEW supposedly at the Royal Rumble as well Ooh. who could potentially win also so yeah it's uh it's, all very it's kind of up in the air yeah we'll yeah. do this uh, we'll do this a little later in the show um I would all, I also want Kazuchika Okada to show up he's Japanese need I say more coming up next YouTube and Twitch send in those bets our first social segment of the day kicks off hour number three on the other side Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 